0: Right. Well, welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. We're not going to do our typical introduction because uh, we got going. We got so excited talking to Vasco that uh, Vasco Duarte about Scrum Masters and their role. We, we had to stop in the middle and pick up again this week. So uh, we're going to pick up right here where uh, Vasco and I were having a, a toe-to-toe discussion about what on earth does a Scrum Master do anyway? And he's got some great answers. I think you'll enjoy what, you, what you'll hear. And uh, here we go with Vasco, Jeffrey, and me. Fantastic. So that's really helped me understand how you see what a Scrum Master does. And I agree with every single one of those things. The thing is, I just already know somebody who does that in most of the teams that I observe. And that person's called the tech lead or the team lead. It's the person who has management responsibility for that team. And when I come into an Agile team and I look at how they're performing, I'm looking to that person to do every single one of those things. Now, you see it differently. And I really think that's interesting. And you may be convincing me here on this podcast to look at the world differently. What's a Scrum Master do that a Tech Lead doesn't?
1: And uh, but before you before you answer, Vasco, to say, and and I and I I would offer a third view uh, that was different from what you said, Squirrel and Vasco. But I, but we'll you know we'll throw that monkey wrench in later. We'll, so <laughs> Vasco's good. good yeah, goody. absolutely.
2: So uh, Squirrel, I think you you raise a very important point. What is the role of the Tech Lead? So uh, in some teams, I'm sure that you are absolutely right. The Tech Lead is already doing all of those things. In other teams, they are not doing any of those things. I mean, there's certain contexts. For example, sometimes the tech lead is contributing to different teams. Sometimes a tech lead is so, in, so focused and so involved in the content, i.e. the task, that they have no mental availability or space or personality or skills to step out and start thinking about collaboration. Because don't forget that leading a technical team is not only a challenge when it comes to the technical aspects of the work, it is, as the Agile Manifesto says in one of its four values, also a lot about the individuals and interactions. And uh, you know, as well as I do, that many tech leads are you know incredibly great at the task that they have, but not so great at something that has nothing to do with their technical background, which is how do you get teams to excel despite all the technical challenges. Uh, and I, I agree that somebody needs to provide that technical leadership.
1: And, and I think I'm gonna go ahead, and this is a great point for me to, to come in here, and, I, and I, I'm gonna say what, what you're both describing between Skrull and Vasco are people in a role who are helping to facilitate the team as a whole and ensuring that the team have the right dynamics. And this is where I, I go down my path of saying, well, what matters here are the dynamics and but you, this this conversation that each are having are about structure. You're you're talking about named roles and and saying that we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and have roles carry certain responsibilities. And if we have the right roles and the right responsibilities, well then we'll get the right results. But that's not my lived experience. And I and I see you you know uh, uh, you seem to be agreeing. green <laughs> I have the advantage of video, which our our listeners won't have. And. Uh, and so for me, and that's when I when scroll when you described it, I'm, you know, we you said we have these team leads or tech leads, and I was thinking in my own experience that they can be very different people. And and in fact, one of the things we did at at, at uh, Tim the company I was I was at or I'm still at, but I was as CTO, we went through a period where we moved to a self managed organization. And we had managers, and we uh, it, we had a lot of discussion about what is the manager role for an engineering manager here in particular. And we said that there were at least three different elements that we were bundled together in the engineering manager, which were a, a people manager, helping individual develop their skill and their careers, and uh, and uh, um, so that, that uh, sort of traditional management HR type function, as well as um, personal development. And then you had uh, t- technical leadership, and I think that very often you do have people who end up as it might be called technical lead. It might be called uh, a team lead. It might be called engineering manager, or it could be called architect, <laughs> but they're people who get put into a position of ambiguous authority on the strength of their technical skills. And when we strip that down to as technical leadership, we saw that as separate from the people management side. But the third thing we said is we talked about the value of having a, and we, we for lack of a better a shared terminology, we called it a project lead. And we said there are people who aren't necessarily the best technical engineers on a project, but they have a, a strong affinity, uh, I think, for the kind of things that you're describing, Vasco, which is someone who was looking at how is the group functioning as a whole? Are people understanding each other? Uh, you know, are, are the, are the, is there a good alignment between the technologists and product? Do we have a, a good understanding of the problem we're really trying to solve? you know are we are we getting the right dynamics and are we willing to have the conversations facilitate the conversations facilitate the retros for example and you know and say are we having the right interactions between people to get the results that we want and what we said is that okay these are three different roles now what we what we different people might play those roles on a different project when we go and design a team when we go and have a team that's functioning we're going to ask not have we assigned someone with this title but rather, is there someone here who will play this role? and if if there's not if there, if we're missing one of these roles, then we can expect there'll be problems. <laughs> and so who is going to play that role? And for for me, if I if I then take what we've just described, I would look at a team and say, who's playing that role? And, and if they if there if someone who has Scrum Master as a title, that's fine for me. If it's an engineering manager, that's fine for me. If it's the product manager, because it's not uncommon, I've seen product managers who are very good at this, uh, uh, and, uh, that, and that's fine. But the question is: Is there someone overall playing this facilitative role, ensuring the right dynamics? That's 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 fine. How, how does it how does it sound to you? I
2: I think that's a, um, a very concise and very clear way to describe it. You've obviously done a lot of thinking about this, so people should go and read your book, and uh, if they haven't, and. <laughs> and learn more about that. Um, I, I think that if we open up that, Jeffrey, if we take those three roles uh, a step further, I would say that it's not only about facilitation. And, and I want to give a, a very concrete example here. Uh, we all know, I mean, uh, I live in Europe, Jeffrey, you now also live in Europe, and of course Squirrel lives in England, which is still Europe despite all the Brexit's. Uh, <laughs>
0: we we, we,
2: think so. we know we know football, which is a sport, which is a collective sport, i.e. there's a team, and where there is an appointed leader, there's always an appointed leader, and that is the manager. But one of the things that we see in great teams is that there's never only one leader. There's one appointed leader, but there's never only one leader. In fact, at different stages of the game and even during different games, you will see different players take leadership. So, One of the aspects of the Scrum Master role is to understand the role of leadership in those dynamics that you were just describing. It is facilitation, for sure. That's a big part of it. Sometimes it is about letting others facilitate, right? For example, when the product owner takes responsibility and starts facilitating certain conversations, a great Scrum Master will step back and only ask questions if they think or fear that something is being either misunderstood or misrepresented. So that's a great example of something that goes beyond facilitation. It is exactly those dynamics that you just said, Fred, uh, Jeffrey, but it is about understanding the whole system as it develops in front of us. It's about, for example, participating in the right conversations. Like, what's the right conversation in a team that has no Scrum experience but are asked top down? To adopt Scrum. That's one conversation. What's the conversation to have in a team that is extremely experienced, both technically and process-wise, has been doing Scrum for a long time, and now needs to work with a team that doesn't do Scrum? That's a completely different type of conversation. And it, it is incumbent upon us, Scrum masters, to make sure that those conversations are happening. And one very important conversation is, what kind of leadership do we need right now at this point, whether it is a uh, retrospective, whether it is dealing with a massive outage incident just now, like I just had a friend call me about that and so on and so forth. So like all of these things, which I I would call situational leadership or impromptu leadership that the Scrum Master needs to be able to play but also to let emerge, to foster in the team. Because at the end of the day, one of the things that is very important is that Scrum Masters are successful when teams are able to perform at the level they didn't think is was possible. And that means that teams are taking leadership themselves because it can't be the Scrum Master telling them what to do if they didn't even know what to do, right? They have to learn it. They have to experience it. They have to see it happening. And great scrum masters are able to take their teams to, to that level, just like great coaches in soccer are able to take their teams to that level. And, and we've all seen it, right? A team that is with one coach struggling and not really evolving, same players, next coach come in and they're fighting for the league. like that. That's a very important contrast that that facilitator, dynamic specialist, conversation specialist role can bring. And of course, If you have technical knowledge as a Scrum Master, that's a bonus. But come on, Alan Mulally had never run a car company. He came from Aeronautics and Boeing, which is a a plane manufacturer. And still, he was able to help Ford turn around. He wasn't a technical specialist. And he says that in the podcast episode that I linked to in my article. He says, I couldn't tell them what to do. I had to help them figure out what they needed to do.
1: It it sounds like you're talking about people who are good with this system of people, so that they they're system thinkers and and they're good with systems of people. I I like the idea of anyone with any interest developing those skills. I think if if you look at the this podcast as a body of work, that's probably the overall theme is trying to help people develop the skills uh, and and mindset about dealing with groups of people as a as a complex system, and learning how to uh navigate that and get the most out of it with, with your call for scrum masters to i would say up their game from being uh people who've been brought in very often in a sort of cargo cult fashion, in a bureaucratic fashion you know we're doing a scrum transfer we're doing an agile transformation what's the leading brand <laughs> it's scrum great you know by the book says we need to have you know 800 scrum masters great hire them in uh, oh, good. We need to make sure they're certified. Uh, uh, great, they're certified that they have every all the skills they need to know. There's such a gap between that sort of cookie cutter, you know, minimum bar uh, Scrum role, uh, Scrum Master role that that is so common, and the much more aspirational level that you're describing. And I think that level of professionalism would be a great thing for not just Scrum Masters, but really uh, everyone who sees their role as part of being part of a software team. And uh, I would, I think, if if Scrum masters in particular, there's so many of them, uh, and uh, they have such opportunity for influence, if they would pick this up, it, it could it could make a big difference in the industry.
0: And certainly, when when we talk about these improved skills, we we don't talk about any particular role. And and I may be down on the the Scrum masters and Agile coaches whom I whom I've met, who who often are exactly those cookie cutter folks. I'd be happy to have any of the uh, skills uh, and all, all of those capabilities in, in any role in, in an agile team. And when I saw that, I'd just be happy that they were there. And Jeffrey's right. I've seen, I've seen the QA person take on those types of roles. You know, the, the QA person in the team, who is the one who figures out which customer to go to and which conversation to have and, and who to uh, unlock uh, next. And I'm happy with anybody doing that. So I think, Basco, you've, you've managed to push me a little bit at least. Um, if you're successful in your call to arms, if you can show me that uh, Scrum Masters really take up that challenge, I will be a, a, a significant fan. I will be happy to to back Scrum Masters. At the moment, I'm not seeing it, but I want to see it. So let, <laughs> let, help let us help squirrel.
1: you do that.
2: To help girls see that, we've put together an event for Scrum Masters, specifically for Scrum Masters, where we bring many of these things that we were just talking about. Uh, And of course, I would like to... So that event is the Scrum Master Summit, which is happening in in May 2021. You can check it out at scrummastersummit.org. But I would like you guys to come on the Scrum Master Toolbox podcast and do the pitch from your side. You know, pitch it to Scrum Masters up your game, become better at these different things that help the organizations we've worked at succeed. And I think it would be great for uh, also the Scrum Master community to hear your voices, uh, uh, squirrel skepticism, of course, but also the understanding of uh, all of the experience you guys have put in your
1: book and that Scrum Masters, I'm sure, can benefit from.
0: Well, we'd be happy to do that. That would be fun.
1: Yep, absolutely. And for people who are interested in that event, uh, it, and uh, I think it does sound very compelling, we're going to have a link in the show notes. So be sure you see that there and uh, and can find out more about that event.
0: Fantastic. That sounds super. Vasco, anything else? Where should people find you if they've been interested, if they want to follow your call to arms um, uh, besides going to the uh, the event and listening to your broadcast anyplace else they should go to to, to get more Vasco?
2: Yeah, so absolutely. Uh, people can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm always over there uh, connecting with people. Uh, so do reach out on LinkedIn and, uh, and let's talk about whatever topic uh, is important for you at that time.
0: Fantastic. We'll include a link to your your LinkedIn as well. So uh, fantastic. Thank you, Vasco, for, for really challenging ideas and interesting thoughts throughout this uh, this podcast. I really enjoyed it and I hope that listeners will indeed uh, check out uh, all things Vasco, including uh, what sounds like a really interesting Scrum Master Summit in May. Fantastic. And Jeffrey, uh, now I'm going to have to reconsider what I think about Scrum Masters. That, that's going to be tough. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look forward to that.
1: We 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 always say we're open to learning, and and maybe we'll have a chance to examine the evidence and and come to some new conclusions. And I think we we both be be pretty happy with that. So I want to thank you, uh, Vasca, for for being here and sharing that uh, radical view of Scrum Master potential with us.
0: Thank you for having me, guys. Happy, happy to do it. Uh, folks, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to argue with me, uh, point out that you're a scrum master who's uh, uh, already answered the call to arms, would love to hear from you. That you'd find at conversationaltransformation.com, which is where we have Twitter and email and, I don't know, carrier pigeons, anything else we can think of uh, for getting in touch with us. And we have free videos and material and the book and you, you name it. It's on conversationaltransformation.com. So go have a look there. And, of course, we'll be back next Wednesday with more exciting we have uh, a particularly special guests coming up this month. So uh, Vasco is the first of those and um, some more interesting stuff coming. Excellent. Thanks, Jeffrey and Vasco. Thanks. Carol. Thank you.